0: It's Tuesday, May 25th, 2021, and this is the People's Podcast. This is Steak for Breakfast.
1: Smoky, this is not nom. This is bowling. There are rules.
2: Today, Junior, America! Steak. For breakfast! So stand by.
3: This show is brought to you by ManRubs. Visit ManRubs.com use the code steak 15 at checkout. Save 15% off all of their barbecue goodness in their store. T-shirts, mugs, blow torches, the best rubs that you can buy for your meat. Get ready for Father's Day by visiting Man Rubs. Uh, also hit them up on social media. Tell them we sent you over. Big fans of the show. Also as always brought to you by Stay Ready Gear for all your holster needs, cool patterns, Classic stuff, dump trays, tourniquet, holsters, Mm. T-shirts, hats. Small business owner, visit stayreadygear.com. Use the code STAKE at their checkout. Save 5% off anything and everything in their store.
4: You know who's a small business but packs big heat? Who? Mike down at West Coast Survival Arms. Nice. He's been serving Southern California for nearly a decade. He's got a five-star rating. He's a licensed FFL, and he can take care of all of those firearm needs guns ammo cleaning kits cases not stay ready gear ones but like other ones rifle kits we'll call them that Mike's at westcoastsurvivalarms.com and at 619-870-6992 give him a call and see if he can't get you packing heat for those summer months Mm. Um, some of the world's most technologically advanced headphones come from odyssey and odyssey.com if you're looking for some top-tier in-studio recording gear Check them out on Facebook and also on Instagram. Um, And then talking about tactical gear, Mark Joe Friday over at Dumpbox.us. Good stuff. And our friends at Mediocre Medic. Patches, sandals, fanny packs, sweatshirts, flags, pins, shirts, you name it, they've got it. Visit them at Dumpbox.us and MediocreMedic.com. Also on all social media platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Episode 41. Steak for Breakfast podcast. I'm Ron, and I'm joined by my loyal co-host, as always, Noah and Nick. Guys, what's up? What's happening? We have a very special guest today in studio for his first podcast appearance, Mr. Garbaggio. Welcome to the Steak for Breakfast podcast. Thank you. Great to have you. How are you doing today, sir? Probably not too good, right?
5: Yeah, well, they took me out this morning at uh, 46000 on my I think uh I guess it would be the fifth account terrible
4: um do you have any idea what might have may have led to that nuking
5: okay so I mean they're obviously <laughs> gunning for me Spoiler, uh, but, know. so there's three I have three suspicions the only two posts I made today the most recent one was Steve Bannon of course they don't like him yeah. Talking to Peter Navarro. Love it. Who uh, claimed that Fauci was the father of the virus and called him a sociopath he for sure instead of admitting what he had done in terms of funding Wuhan and everything. Correct. Uh, trying to profit from it. Okay, so you, so so you put up some That facts. was the most recent one. What else you got? The one right before that, I suspect, could be it, mm-hmm. which was uh, a segment by John Bound, who works for Infowars. Info mm uh-huh. hmm called uh mankind quietly going extinct okay and then alex jones reflecting on the video for about four minutes and it was basically about plummeting sperm counts and uh a rising amount of micro penises uh, <laughs> among young men
4: <laughs> i'm sorry did you say micro penises
5: <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a funny segment i think if that I, would be micro definitely been it um, or it could have been the video yesterday which was uh I don't know if it was altered or not, but the video of Bill Gates walking around with the uh, enlarged breasts
0: oh, I think that was altered, but still pretty good
5: yeah, I mean, almost definitely altered but uh and I said that in the comments, but <laughs> you never know he does control the fact checkers so he might have taken me out.
4: I saw somebody online today energized his nipples
0: yeah <laughs> that was good
5: or every other photo we've seen
0: well him that's in the what last he gets five five for, years could be photoshopped. that's what he gets for not wearing the sweater. I mean maybe it was like uh he's
3: also a proponent a of a training
5: like, sweater. Vegan yeah, he meat. might need a few layers there.
3: He's the ultimate beta male.
4: Sure is. But he's going <laughs> to tell you how to
3: live your life. So, how are you guys
4: all
0: doing this week, Nick? Noah? Excited to be here. Yeah?
3: Good. I'm trying to think of what depressing news came out this week.
0: Oh, I, I know I usually say that at work and I'm being completely facetious, but I am excited to be here. Yeah, sure are. Yeah. And me too. So, <laughs> um,
4: Well, don't worry. If you're looking for some depressing news, we're going to bring it to you with our excellent steak for breakfast twist you go um let's just jump right in and stop the steal okay uh towards the end of last week and after our episode 40 recorded um papacito sat down with uh one american news did a little interview had a little airplane in the background saw some comms you know stuff like that and he had some stuff to say about some of the Stop the Stealing that's going on right now, which is starting to kind of tidal wave in conjunction with all the other narratives that are starting to fall apart, and we're gonna cover all of those today.
0: Every time I wake up and I see something new and I'm just like, what? This is (laughs) amazing. Greatest timeline ever. Right? Let's hear what some of the uh, steaky part of that interview was like. The
3: meaty part?
5: Yeah.
0: The man-rubby part?
5: To know this one thing. You, President Trump, plan to take back
1: the white house in 2024 well
6: look uh we're doing very well now in getting good people into office with the endorsements they're winning all every single person that i've endorsed virtually is winning and it's stronger now than ever before a lot of the success of the country is going to have to is really going to have to do with immediacy because by the time we get to 2022 they're going to have everything done the way they're putting things through congress McConnell can't stop anybody. He can't stop anybody. If something doesn't happen fast, you know, this is before 22. I'm saying before 2022, something has to be done because you'll get to 2022. And this will already be done, and you're not going to be able to change it variously.
3: If If you had to pick someone who were your vote.
6: Well, it's something I, I, you know, there's so many really capable people. They're great. And, and DeSantis, I think almost no. all of them, I, I think almost all of them are on my side. And many of them said that if I ran, they would never run, which is a great sign of respect, which I appreciate. Uh, they don't have to do that, but they certainly have said it. You've heard it, most of them. But uh, I'm going to make a decision at the right time, and I'll let you know.
5: In the meantime...
4: I guess we'll see what happens, right? as he always says. I just think it's one of those things. His focus right now is on 2021.
3: Yeah, okay. he's not finished fighting yet.
4: No, and neither are we. Immediacy. So, And neither are all the people that are out there on the front lines right now risking their reputation so, uh, so at the expense of their family and sometime at the expense of their life savings in regards to... Mm-hmm. literally trying to stop the steal.
3: I have a logistic question, and I don't know if we talked about this last week or before. I
0: don't think we've ever talked about logistics.
3: Um, so let's say this gets reversed, right? Okay. Who's going to be his VP? It's definitely not um, the father of lies, Mike Pence. Has anybody, has anybody heard from that guy?
4: I think, well, according to some probably, Chan boards, he's been dead for quite a while. Probably on
3: huh. Epstein's <laughs> Island. So, yeah, exactly. Um, um, it, it, and then... The follow-up question, and I don't know if we answered it. I asked this once, and I, we probably don't have the answer again, but will he be eligible to run again in 2024 if he picks up the slack for this remaining term? Or does it his term start at four years the day he's sworn back in?
4: But we kind of covered it last week where Sidney Powell touched on entering uncharted waters mm-hmm. in a interview we brought back from March, which was still relevant kind of today.
3: I vaguely remember that.
4: Yeah, and and she basically talked about how, you know, we don't know, would it be another election, paper ballots only? Would it be the decertification changes the electoral votes, therefore changes the outcome of the election overall? Like, would it be something that is congressionally mandated? Would it have to go through the Supreme
3: Court? It'd be uncharted territory. Yeah, nothing like
4: this has ever
0: happened. So it it.
3: would be just best case scenario a bigger clusterfuck finish, than it already is. Three years that don't count against his uh, term limit and then runs again in 2024. Well,
4: then, well, that would be kind of a fantasy. I think the, the more How dare you. realistic <laughs> version, maybe it's a PSYOP. Oh, don't start. start. Please don't start. Stop it. Sorry. Um, We're done with that. Are we? No. We sure aren't. Um, Catch this smoke. (laughs) What would happen, I think, is uh, you'd have probably a new date of inauguration and start of the presidency would kind of shift. Yeah, put a blip in the timeline. Like we kind of snapped back to reality. So all
0: future inaugurations would be on a different date then?
3: Who knows? That's going to
4: rev up all the conspiracy theories. I know, right? Mm
0: -hmm. So, Garbagio, what do you think about that?
5: I mean, what I'm thinking is, basically, this is perfect for... I mean, when you look at it from someone like China's perspective here, right? how it's even better for them to have us prove that Trump actually won this election. And then you have us in these uncharted waters where we're trying to figure out where most of the country, not half or less than half, most of the country now knows our president isn't the president as he pushes a straight-up communist agenda. Absolutely. And then you have what do we do trying in the courts try, or do we have to do it ourselves to get Trump back in office? I mean, you're looking at serious civil unrest any way you do it. Yeah. yeah. Huge. So I think it's a, uh, it's a really rough situation we're in. I think we all know Trump won. I think even the leftists know Trump won. They, you know, they know the truth. They're just insane and they can't admit it to themselves.
0: Oh, we'll
4: have some so of them. No, we're,
5: we're in for it. That's what I think.
4: We'll have our weekly meltdown in a little bit. But we got to cover a little bit more positive stuff first. So in response to all the stuff that's been going on with the audits, Donald Trump released a statement today. Carbaggio just kind of hit on it that everybody knows. Um, Released this morning, and remember, when I speak in this, channel Pappachito. Okay? Because I'm going to talk about all of the the grammatical inclusions that he does in his statement. This is a statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. Nowhere in that does it say former. A new I-P-S-O-S... Reuters poll believes among the Republican shows that 53% believe that Donald Trump is still the true president of the United States. In parentheses, I always knew America was smart. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. 2020 election was tainted. 56% agree. Yep, And the election was stolen in parentheses and rigged. 61%. That's of Republicans. Yeah. That's just ugly. Hey. So I mean, you're talking about what, at least sixty percent of all registered Republicans, or or you know that demographic, believes that the election was rigged. And this is where we're at right now. I mean, it's kind of obvious that all of
0: the other countries. Well, how many know that it was rigged but refuse to admit? It? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> if
3: you if you had a yeah. a legitimate anonymous poll. Okay. And people were 100% honest. Right. Yeah. I believe, I I would bet the farm on this, it would be close. It would be probably over 70, 70% of people that would take that poll if they were honest with themselves and they were somewhat, um, how do you say, not retarded. Yeah. They would honestly go, yeah, it was definitely rigged. But my guy won, so I'm not saying anything. You know what I mean? I, I think if you were to legitimately talk to people right. and they had no fear of getting... um it or or having their opinion blasted on social media like if
0: you took the general public on a fake tinder date and got them to speak their mind yeah and it was an okay. anonymous yeah exactly
3: <laughs> people would voice it and, and then i mean dude we covered this so many times but if you legitimately will die with your boots on and say this wasn't rigged it's like what
4: you're gonna be dying with your boots what on then
3: reality <laughs> are you living in to where i mean yeah. factual evidence of the suit gaze kate and then you know the people the fact that um, people from the right couldn't legitimately see or get close enough to even legitimately audit the election in real time. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, these are the same people that don't want to stop wearing a mask because they don't want to be confused for a conservative. Wee.
7: I love ring. Yeah. Oh man. Well,
3: keeping it moving, we, we we. How did we get so stupid? No side note. Not us. How not, did our? It's not us. It's our country. The royal we. It's our country. It's at least half of the population is legitimately retarded correct okay I don't hate it but I mean yeah it's a, it's a legitimate question are I mean, they it, eating the same hungry man dinner or something or is there... it's
4: in the 80's today and I I saw it's a whole in, bunch of retards the in their cars wearing
3: masks on the freeway
0: that's so, so hot yeah. Yeah. Just like, I can't wear a fucking mask when it's hot out I'm going you just see die. them
3: start nodding at the wheel <laughs> because they can't breathe they got toilet paper stuck
0: in the air conditioner oh vents oh my
3: god so. It's just, on a side note, and I, we've, my wife and I went out to dinner last night. Oh, congratulations. How was it? It was awesome. All right, there you go. Where'd you go? Buffalo Wild Wings. Bad boy. What? Like an American. Hey. Nice. Fucking I love my what wife. What are you talking about? My wife is awesome. Because I did the ghost pepper challenge there. I don't recommend it. She goes, where do you want to go? We'll go anywhere you want and i didn't say anything and she's like you want to go to buffalo wild (laughs) wings and i was like yes and she's like let's do it and i'm like is it only is it only because your wife is awesome you've been been saying it on this show for the last six months (laughs) i just want
0: buffalo wild wings to fucking open up man so we went i don't know if you're listening uh next next uh, wife but you're awesome
3: it was just a good time but i'm I'm sitting around and you could tell everyone that's going out to eat doesn't care anymore oh yeah the waitresses don't care the People taking your your... I mean, nobody cares. And then you look outside. I was, we went to Bed Bath & Beyond after because okay. we we're in search of an espresso machine. Sounds like a nice little weekend. So we're walking around. This guy legitimately had, like, dishwashing gloves up to his elbow and then two of the N95 masks. And I wanted to pull him aside and go... The N95 with, like, the little respirator, like, those are hard to breathe in by themselves. When you double that up and it's like... And they're only good for an hour. Yeah, you could have tried
4: to pull them aside and talk to him, but there's a good chance that you might have passed out.
3: You're, yeah, I was like, you're going to pass out and then... 90-year-old Stacy that works at the cash register for the last 100 years is not going to be able to revive you, let alone figure out how to work the telephone to call an ambulance to get you medical help.
4: I'm trying to figure out a segue to get your weekment, weekly basement dwellers comments in here. Uh,
3: okay, so how many
0: how many times have you had one of these interactions where you go in somewhere and you're either just putting on a mask because you have to or you're not wearing a mask and you're pretending to drink something and then the other person begins to put on a mask and then you go you don't have to do that for me that this
3: is all bullshit and they're just like oh thank god yeah, yeah. it's just a ploy for the right? government to get control of your life oh okay like i had the the lawn guy come or the turf guy come your buddy he came by and he showed up he like had a mask like and i was like yeah he's not wearing it it's okay and he's like oh, okay thank god he was like relieved and i'm like yeah who the fuck
4: wants to do yard work with a
3: mask on and we weren't even inside the house we just ran around the back and yeah. i'm like yeah it's already 80 degrees at seven o'clock in the morning we're not doing this today yeah roasting Anyways, General yeah. Flynn,
4: General Flynn weighed in on some stop the steal this week. We got a lot of audio for stop
3: the steal. I like it, that guy. Yeah,
4: I, I feel like Nick's like sixty three percent back. What do you think? Yeah, he's on his way. Buffalo Wild Wings definitely helps. It definitely, it
3: a, definitely a morale booster.
4: Batteries charging.
8: I needed <laughs> spicy wings. Anyway.
4: Let's hear what the good general had to sure, say in regards to spicy wings to all the stuff that's going
8: on. Truth is your truth. There's my truth. And then there's the truth. Yeah. And one of the things that I know about the truth, and I'm a perfect example of it for anybody that listens and anybody that that had that came to our side to support me, the truth will always rise to the top. It will always come out. Not just your truth and not just Joe's truth, not just my truth, but the actual truth will always come out. And now what we are seeing is that the instant the, the faith that we had in our institutions was a false. Hey, and that's and I don't I don't blame the institutions for that. I blame myself for that. I blame those of us who who fell into this boiling pot of water and went, ooh, you know, that there's a man, I got singed. And now we've been singed. Okay? We've been singed as an American population and frankly as the world. And because when you look around the world and you go, Well, all these other places, why aren't all these other places having the kinds of problems that, that we're we keep getting beat over the head and shoulders on in this country about when it comes to COVID. Why? Because everything, everything, and this is, this is my, my truth, but what I believe, everything is a distraction to what happened on the 3rd of November. So everything that we hear about COVID and that COVID started before the 3rd of November, but it was all meant to control. It's all meant to gain control of a society to be able to, 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 force decisions on the society yeah. instead of actually allowing we the people to make decisions and now with the with the vaccine as an example right whatever happened to the woman's movement out there for the my body my choice <laughs> but yet they they want to stick a, a needle in in my arm to tell me that well if you don't have that needle you can't get an id card you can't get you can't travel wait a second I'm as healthy as an expert. I've been been taking hydrochloroquine for 30 years, okay? come on, man. Because of all the overseas deployments that I've had. You know, I mean, I I know what we're facing when it comes to the government. I have served at the highest levels of our government. And I'm telling you that our government, in many, many ways, and and my brother Joe highlighted the, the various institutions that are broken, judiciary, legislative branch, and many, many
4: So, I mean, there you go. There's some of the general kind of touching in on some things that you might not think a career serviceman might be saying, that those elected institutions that he served for over three decades have failed us as a society. Yeah. And not only that, he even made, I would say, veiled jabs at, you know, saying not only did they fail us, but they're out here to work
3: against us and hurt us. I think it's refreshing to hear someone that has clout and mm-hmm. legitimate mm-hmm. life experience is a terrible way to put it, but I would say legitimate experience to be in the political realm. Cause this you have real world experience. Real, yeah. That's a be, that's a better way because you have a lot of these politicians who haven't done anything but work in DC their whole so, life. So would
4: they be the uh, military servicemen equivalent of basement powers?
3: Correct. There you go. And so, for someone that has legitimate experience, who's done tours, who's led legitimate armies, and all this stuff, to say, "Hey, everything that we're hearing—whether it's the Black Lives Matter riots and the stay-at-home order, and the, you know, even like to the gas shortage, the toilet paper shortage—now there's a wing shortage. God help us. Mother, what fuckers? I didn't know about the wing shortage. Only traditional wings, boneless wings, because those are made in a factory in probably Wuhan. Um, I like boneless wings. I'm not gonna lie to you."
4: I mean I don't really discriminate I, on wings <clears throat> on a sec- It's more about the flavor But if you're trying to talk about more stars and stripes related It's bone in yeah. Here's my
3: issue with bon- boneless wings Is I can't get myself to cut them So I'm the guy in Buffalo Wild Wings That has a wing the size of a golf ball And I <laughs> just One at a time You just water it up in your hand <laughs> yeah. and like, like a baby <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Garbaggio, <Garbashi,
4: laughs> what are you Are you a bone in or bone out guy
5: uh, I'm a bone-in guy. Thank you. My okay. uh, wifey, on the other hand, is uh is a uh, boneless. Most whites so are. I end up capitulating most of the time. Here's the, the big. Here's the big. Though. Here's a big there you know.
3: This is a big one. Rancher blue cheese.
5: There you go. Mm. Blue cheese, for sure.
0: Motherfucking stars and stripes right there. <laughs> ranch that. is disgusting. <laughs>
3: I love ranch. Yeah, I
0: know <laughs> but, but on a, well, half the time you ask for, if you ask for ranch, they give you blue cheese anyway. And usually like, yeah, you're not drunk anybody to even actually, realize it by yeah, like, right, wait a minute,
4: what the
3: fuck
0: is does this Does anybody shit? really know the difference?
3: It does taste a little weird, but yeah. whatever. Um, but back to my point is, <laughs> all these distractions and to have someone go, mm-hmm. zoom out, take a step back, right. take a break... And you look at all the chaos we've hit. I mean, even down to... We, we've talked about aliens a little bit. I'm on the fence until I see a green-headed person land in my front yard knock on my door. It's a hologram. It's a psyop. There you go. Um, regardless, like, there's been it's so many things gram. this week that... Or, uh, this year, excuse me, that we can count as distractions. Mm-hmm. And for him to go, everything is a distraction from the election. And you think about it, it's like, yeah. I mean, even... You think about from a global perspective, like if this was an HBO show, we've talked about it before. What what season season are we in? We're like in the prequel. (laughs) This is the pilot episode still. I feel like pilot season. I'd watch it. To have coronavirus start out hot because the Democrats know that they want to push mail-in ballots and all this stuff and, and they're ahead of the curve, way ahead of the curve. Like yeah, it makes sense. It It makes total sense. They
4: were ahead of the curve. It appears to be that the narrative that they were ahead of the curve. You're saying that they're we're flattening the curve? Sure are. This was the 15 days. Only it took six months. It's only
3: been 84 years, (laughs) right?
4: So 84 years to flatten the curve. Okay, I'm going to take a quick poll before I get into our next audio clip. Right? Uh huh. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to get ahead of it and say no. Steve Bannon, not Q. Me, no. Noah, no. Nick, no.
5: Garbaggio? Definitely not.
4: And cue the clip.
9: On the Concord Bridge of the Convention Center in Arizona, they see what's happening behind the scenes in Pennsylvania. They see the talk that's going on in Michigan, and they understand what's going in. So now in Wisconsin, they going to say 3 May and only 27. They do not talk about the indefinitely confined. That's where the clerks, as Ryan Spreaker calls, that's where the clerks stole it in the early voting scandal. They go to some they go to something about addresses. No, 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 no. Wisconsin is the easiest to prove. And we're going to Wisconsin. We're going to Michigan. We're going to Pennsylvania. We're going to New Hampshire. Oh. There are two things we're going to get to the bottom of, and that's going to reverse this arc of American and global history. We're getting to the bottom of what happened on November 3rd, and nobody is going to stop this because we have the Constitution in back of us, and we've got the facts. And we're getting to the bottom of Wuhan lab. We're going to get to the bottom of Wuhan lab. Nice segue. We have to. We have to get to the bottom of what happened there, how it happened, why it happened, and who did it, and who's accountable, and who's responsible. And who paid for it. Mm. As sure as the turning of the earth, Whoa. this movement's going to get to the bottom of both of those. Sounds biblical. And once we get to the data and the evidence and the science based results, the entire propaganda network that is aligned against you, the American people, in Lao Beijing, old hundred names in China, oh. is going to start to crater. That is why they're losing it. That's why the Associated Press got this big story up on the Hill. This is why all the things on MSNBC and CNN overnight that is now counts. Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. Because Vernon Jones had that press conference and sat in that chair right there. And Vernon Jones says, we're going to get to the bottom. We're going to have a full forensic audit like Arizona. At least Stefanik came on the show t- two Thursdays ago and said, we're going to get to the bottom of November 3rd. I support November 3rd audits. We've had the Senate Love candidates it. in Ohio, the Senate candidates in Pennsylvania, the Senate candidates in Missouri, people running for governor in Georgia, people running for attorney general against the radical Keith Ellison in Minnesota uh-huh. all say we've got to get to the bottom of November third. And you saw you saw Joe Scarborough. Is Joe Scarborough was he pitching replacement theory? We're gonna get was to that, that Joe Scarborough threatening replacement theory? I'm not a replacement theory conspiracy theory guy. I don't believe there are any conspiracies. There's also no coincidences. Is Joe Scarborough threatening replacement theory? Mediite had that up as their lead story after Joe Scarborough said it. And after we played it on our show, it went down and it went into the memory hole. You can't find it on Mediate. Memory hole? Right? They're nervous. Memory they realized that Scarborough crossed the line, and we're going to play it every show. Okay? We're going to make sure that every patriot, every veteran, Everybody that sacrificed for their country gets to hear what Joe Scarborough thinks about you and what Joe Scarborough wants to have happen to you. He wants you.
4: So there's that. A little bit of uh, insight from.
3: I like how the second half of that, he just got really like. Well, it's kind of like us. We start off whispering. Like,
4: yeah, stop the steal, and then he's like. Mm, and, we will. And then we will he went find like
3: them. full Neim Leeson. He's like, taken.
4: Wuhan. We will find I you. I will find you, and I will find the receipts. Receipts. <laughs> um. Yeah, so th- there's that. I mean, Garbaggio, you get banned for posting shit like that, but we played on this show almost weekly. I don't know. We kind of got a free hall pass, so I, I'm sure you have some commentary nice. on some of the stuff that he said. Why don't you – what are you feeling about some of that stuff right there in regards to uh, Stop the Steal while we're still on it?
5: Um, well, I mean, I think that uh, – I got. I have some mixed feelings about Steve Bannon. I've heard that he's Same. involved with Opus Day. I've heard that he's involved with CIA. But I think, you know, in this case, he's right. Obviously, we have to get to the bottom of this. But it makes me wonder whether he's, you know, rushing us towards what we know is going to happen when we prove that Trump is the real president. He's like that. These leftists aren't just going to roll over and be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Joe Biden's not the president. You can put Trump in there. That will, that will eventually boil down to a civil war if we're try, if we actually try to put him in there when you think about it. So yeah, the, I have my country mixed feelings. Burn, I sure. do like Steve. Something tells me that I can trust him, but I've heard some some weird stuff about him.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think the fact of the matter is he has a lot of money. He has a lot of outreach. Yeah. Um, he's very well connected. And I heard behind the scenes, and at the end of the day, he's loyal. So I think that's why he kind of sticks around. That's why he's he's kind of, you know, still prevalent in the conversation. I, I, I think um, he's more like, just a little bit ahead of like what the normies who are interested in all the stuff that we're balls deep in want to know on an informative basis I think that's what you kind of get out of his show you get some of like the major characters players and actors in this game you get a lot of the highlights mm-hmm. um, that you're not necessarily seeing in the mainstream media but like he said he brought Stefanik who you know is, is kind of a power player now onto his show and he has yeah. people on like General Flynn he's got had on uh, Vernon Jones and you know, he's, he's got always oh, got on Peter Navarro and, and, and people like that. And I think, you know, it's one of those things. And he teases us. Hmm. I mean, the next. right And I,
5: I think that him bringing up replacement theory is important, too, because as we saw when Tucker brought it up. Yep. He's attacked by the ADL. They're trying to take him off. So obviously, obviously, there's something there. I mean, what does the ADL have to do with that? It's not involving Jewish people they didn't mention any Jewish people in the broadcast. So why is the ADL going on the attack about that? That was interesting to me. Yeah,
4: the the ADL should go out uh, and find all the Jewish people that are- The Democrats Democrats.
5: have been bragging about replacement theory forever. They've been Mm -hmm. boasting about it for years and years and years, and now they're acting like it's crazy and anti-Semitic. Yeah. I have no idea what that's all about. I mean, we know what they're doing. They're gonna try to make a blanket amnesty as soon as they rush everybody through the border here. And they're still still using the term, what, 20,000 kids? I mean, how many days have passed? How many people are rushing over the border every day? We know it's way more than that. We and they are going to give everybody blanket amnesty, and then a, and you know they're flying everybody around the country. Yep. Two red states, two red counties, and they're gonna they plan on giving them voting rights. That's what's going on right now. That's why they're very sensitive about replacement theory.
3: I have to say, <clears throat> say it, and I don't want to badmouth any of the previous guests. Go, but I love your view because I think like the, we're on the same plane, you and I, because. Uh-huh. When you talk about these things. What am I, chop liver? Yeah, what about No, no, us? no, but <laughs> I'm saying, like, when it comes to Stop the Steal and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He has a very realistic view of how this is going to go down. Well, you know? I mean, just because but, but, my vision we, what,
4: is Donald Trump coming no, 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 no. in on the, on the bald eagle and saving Western civilization, <laughs> like Austin, <What>, co host <laughs> of Russian Disinformation, First Plug, always says, it not necessarily mean that's what I actually think is going to happen. No, no, no. no.
3: And, and I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying with, like, what he said was. We can't be naive to the fact that when this goes down, and we're praying that it will, there's going to be a lot of side effects to this. And
4: <laughs> I'm more of that—the tasselless <laughs> flags, Donald Trump with the bright <laughs> vipers
3: on. But I love so, the fact, nice fist like, pumping. On a real note, like when this does happen, right. there's going to be repercussions. There's going to be chaos. I mean, probably to a level that we this country has never seen—at mm-hmm. least in the last hundred years. Oh, it's going to
0: make the the quote-unquote protests and riots that we've had this year look like look
3: like a warm-up stretch look like, to an yeah. nfl super bowl but what what i love too is that you look at all these guys and and every week we talk about who's involved in stop the steal who's right. still part have you guys ever host a party and then people just dip out there's always one or two friends that yeah. stick around to help clean up and they go, like, hey what can i do you want me to dump the trash is there anything i can do to help those are the real friends you count on. Right now, the people that are still fighting for this, whether it gets seen to fruition or not, there's still people who's work, who are working 16-hour days every yeah. day, and they're going, I'm not stopping until we figure this out, until we at least get to the bottom of this. And those are the people going forward, whether Trump gets reelected and, and inaugurated
4: Or was elected rightfully in the first place.
3: Correct. The people that are fighting are the people that we get to look forward to and to, like for from here on out, and I think that's a cool thing to think about. Like whether Stop the Steal turns and and we see justice and all this stuff, we have to give credit to the guys on the political front line in D.C. who are fighting against the mainstream and and the all the distractions and the money that is being funded to defund these guys and and all the censorship and all this stuff and these guys that have not like nobody's just stops and going. I, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. They're relentless, and I think that's a thing to give credit to and go Republicans and whether you're a Republican or or a libertarian, you lean to the right, whatever your political kind of affiliation is. We have a good staff on our side that is going to keep fighting for this, whether it's this year, 2020. I know we don't like to push 2024 because we haven't given up yet on our current situation.
4: We're not pushing that. We
3: have good people in our corner that have fought and continue to fight and they're relentless. And I think that's discouraging to the left because the left is defeated. They're like, done trying to fight for this they yeah. just want to have biden be yeah. the puppet they want to have him do his thing
4: and, and all of their cable news networks are melting down on a regular
0: basis
3: and they're frustrated because well, and all the
0: things that they were promised are not coming
3: oh well to he just he either. just took back, back,
0: no student debt how's that student debt oh man yeah, yeah. Mer,
3: how's your uh, no i'm not gonna do that how's your art science degree that cost you eighty thousand dollars in debt you thought was gonna get wiped clean
4: no i don't think i will mm. yeah yeah mm. mm. He is Captain America at the end of it. <laughs> Are you going to tell me about that student loan debt? No, no I don't, I think, don't I will. think I
3: will. <laughs> so, uh, oh, B- Bannon on, did have come a come l- on, man. <laughs> he, he,
4: <laughs> come on, man.
3: I was, I was joking.
4: Bannon did have a little bit of a slip. I think it was less Freudian, more copium this week when he talked about because we don't really like to uh, hitch our wagons to dates. But let's hear a little bit of a slippage. Um, that he had on his show earlier in the week.
9: You know, break for graduations. And it's go- remember, it's going to take as long as it takes. And if what they found so far with under 20% of the ballots. They have more time. Take your time. We got the canvas due. We're in no hurry, right? We're going to get it done. We got to get it done for the August 15th. On oh, no, Just, okay.
1: Just i t- I'm just. Oh, no. No. I see what you did there. And by the way, 60% <laughs> we, off Gizzer
10: sheets. <laughs> no. <laughs> you better
4: book. So, there you go. He's saying you That's, better book those hotel rooms right? in D.C. Um, and tease something in August, which is with one of our great, great friends of the show, humble pillow farmer, <laughs> Mike Lindell, has been... Jesse Ventura. Stop it. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like things are kind of picking up speed-wise. I mean, Wisconsin's Full Systems Go, they released some information in regards to their audits this week where they... Reiterated the fact that there's a huge red circle around the 3:37 in the morning ballot dump where Donald Trump was winning consistently throughout the course of the entire election day by an average of 52 percent in the state. It's
5: just amazing because some of these people, thousand votes, yeah, all for Biden, right? Is right? that what yeah. it was? Yeah.
3: yeah, surprise.
0: All in a row, <laughs> three in the morning,
5: right it's... after Trump. Remember, Trump announced it that night that it would happen. He was like, "I don't want to." This, you know, when they stopped all the states counting. He literally called out what was going to happen. He's like, "They're going to find all these votes at three in the morning." And it's exactly what happened. Dime there machine.
3: would be more outrage from the beta male population if American Idol, like, ended. And I haven't watched American Idol since I was, like, 12. twenty-seven. Just my that my mom and dad and I used to, and my brother used to watch like the first week where all the train wrecks happened and the last week to see what would happen. Okay. But if that had happened, if like some controversial ending was like so-and-so won American Idol and then like in the middle of the night it's like, hey, we just got like an influx of votes from the text message app. It kind of crashed. That person didn't win. And this person there would be so much outrage on like Twitter and Facebook <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and all that so bullshit. And then this happens on a global scale. literally changes the, tra- the tra- trajectory. <laughs> I, I, I like it. I don't think I've ever said that word out loud. Go. Trajectory of our country. <laughs> and people are like. Oh, Kanye West has a mansion in well, Wyoming. It's, that's it's awesome. It's the
0: it's the thing. It's like you go to, you go to the haunted house with uh, somebody who's like super scared, and they close their eyes and they run to try to get through it faster. But they just run into the wall because they've just been ignoring everything that's going on around them. Uh-huh. It's, I've it's just been like
7: there.
0: <laughs> it's just like you, you can't ignore all the stuff anymore. It's like yeah, for a little while people could be like, oh, there's no evidence of voter fraud, blah 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 blah. That's just like yeah, well you're gonna have to start uh, kind of accepting that there has been.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's just the fact of the little matter. Bit, I mean, you can bit. keep
0: running with your eyes closed, but you're going to hit the wall eventually. You know Ooh. who always keeps running with his eyes
4: closed and running into walls? Who? Basements.
0: <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. What
3: did um her uh, his little minion say today that his health is in such good shape she has a hard time keeping up? The sides up are? Oh, shut your fucking ass up, Jim Sacky
0: piece of oh, shit. different one.
3: Yeah. That's she looks like one. the JV version of the lady from uh, Tony Stark's wife in the Avengers.
4: Oh, like if you order it on Wish? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. So she, she's the Wish version of Pepper Potts. Is what Yeah,
3: and I'm like, she said today, his, his shape, he's in such good Zuckerberg. shape that we have a hard time Lizard keeping up with him. And I'm like, Donald Trump would get on Air Force One with like a 12-hour flight and just down a bucket of KFC. KFC. About half a dozen Diet Cokes. Call it a night. Yep. And then people are like, it are you going go to He tripped on this? the
5: stairs three times on the way up to that plane, and they blamed it on a gust of wind. How good shape is he in?
3: It was,
0: it was really windy. Like really really How windy
5: yeah, it, wasn't had,
0: discredit- it was actually a hurricane there was the beautiful Global warming
4: the beautiful rendition of the end of that world war ii movie <laughs> going around the internet this week where where hitler finally decides that you know the russians have encircled them and they're pissed and they've just <laughs> subbed it with all stuff regarding the biden administration or whatever the fuck you want to call it the dumpster fire and he's like, who the fuck falls up the stairs three times?
0: Nine, nine, nine. This <laughs> this person is literally a living dumpster fire. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was a green screen. There weren't really stairs. He just w- actually fell into a wall. I'm
5: surprised that they haven't installed this escalator had, uh, for him. He had a double aneurysm, and they actually removed part of his brain. Yeah. He's actually did. missing part of his brain, and he actually did a press conference talking about this. Literally a, missing part of his brain. President. Left front Unbelievable.
4: Well, whatever you do, don't post it on your last
5: remaining IG because then that uh, one yeah, will get you uh, too. No, I'm uh, I'm gonna play it a little bit safe. I actually <laughs> I have I made myself a webpage, so I'll link to, you know, stuff that I think I'm gonna get flagged for. I'll link from Instagram to the webpage, but uh maybe I got a little too cocky this
0: morning <laughs> hey listen when i com- got brain that turns blonde in the sun
4: <laughs> when it comes to micropenises the world needs to know um trump continued to weigh in throughout the week maybe somebody was just really touchy about that subject on some of the stop the steeledness hey you want to not talk about micropenises you're talking about donald trump
0: okay oh, there you go yeah
4: um and he basically uh you know got into some of that uncharted waters that nick's always asking about of
6: what would happen
4: if uh you know things are going the way we think they're going to go
6: i mean starting with uh, with arizona yeah. but there'll be others so and there, many voice. of them are looking at it very very powerfully right now so much. and many of them are republican legislatures so let's say that happens uh, it's going to be a very interesting time in our country it will it's going be. to be a very interesting time you you understand what that means because it will be uh, you know I mean, how do you govern when you lost? Right. How do you govern when you lost? So a great question. we'll have to see. Let's, I say this. First, number one up is Arizona, and that's going to be, according to what they say, within the next four weeks. Uh, numerous of these states come, in, starting with, uh, with Arizona, yeah. but there'll be others. And there, many of them are looking at it very, very powerfully right now. And many of them.
4: Yeah.
0: What do you think? How do you govern when you've lost? Yeah, I mean, everything. over 100 executive orders. Oof.
4: Well, I'll tell you what it sounds like. How, dare you. How do you know that you've lost? Our executive orders a PSYOP. And that your governorship is coming to a crashing halt. Um, we've played some of the lefty all-stars on here Aww. over the past couple of weeks. Everybody from Chris Wallace to Don LeMond, Chris Wallace. uh Anderson Cooper, and um, Randy Maddow. We've had them all on here.
0: Who's got the most punchable face out of all
3: Chris
4: those?
0: Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. Yeah. I'll tell you who it is. It's Joe Scarborough. <laughs> oh. oh,
3: Chris Wallace he, seemed like the guy that would show up with like, well, in okay. kindergarten with a so pocket you, protector you, and you pens. You guys and know lunchbox. the GIF
4: of Shia LaBeouf just do it, yeah. and he's doing. Well, this was Joe Scarborough's version of that, but instead of saying just do it, it's accept the results of the election no matter what.
1: Or leave it if you don't have respect in American democracy anymore if you don't respect Madisonian checks and balances if your guy doesn't win if that's the new rules of engagement for this great Republic then just leave our country Because you're unworthy of it. And there are millions of immigrants who will come here and raise their right hand and buy into the creed and believe that. that we are exceptional, that believe American democracy is the greatest government on the face of the earth. And they will do it proudly. They will salute the flag proudly. And most importantly, they will fight for what that flag represents. Well, you shame yourself. Will you disgrace yourself? While well, you disgrace our country in the eyes of the world. Yes, this is all on you. Get the facts, live in the, on the light, news. follow the truth, and love this country what? and stop this. That's all the stuff I got in leave. trouble for saying. Or leave. Yeah. Or leave. If well, you're I, going to believe a reality TV show hosts lies. About the American Republic? They know. They already know. Is desegregation of American exceptionalism? Wait, Let so now we're going to be patriotic? Out. We don't want you here. That's all I got to say.
7: You couldn't have said what? it better. Well,
0: thank you. Yeah, because somebody else already said it. It was us. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> <laughs> Literally all the stuff that they shit on patriotic people for saying. And they're trying to turn it around. Yeah, if it's
4: if it's reversed like his account,
0: yeah, he says you'd that you'd be banned. Uh, well, he's nuked. Nuked. That's it. Shadow banned. Yeah. yeah. I just all 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 those things like so saluting good. the flag and all this other stuff. It's like that. Isn't that all the stuff that they were shitting on us for fight, believing in? Was was. Isn't yeah. Isn't that isn't his entire tirade racist? I'm
3: so confused. It's well, hard to keep up.
0: Nick, you avoided it last week uh-oh, because at some point you had to pick
4: up your kids. But today you're here in studio in heart and mind, and I've saved the best for last, even after that <laughs> visual reing we just went through. Do oh we have gosh. a
3: watch party for the Nic- new Nicolas Cage movie?
4: What we will have a watch party for is Mike Lindell. Should we do a live show?
3: Oh, I thought we were doing the movie segment.
4: No, we're not doing movie segments yet. Oh. You know what? I didn't even ask him, so we could put him on the spot and see how he we does. We
3: should do... Um, the Nicolas Cage animatronic, whatever that. We could one.
0: do like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 Wild, like Wild where we make fun really of the movie while it's playing.
3: <laughs> just, just live streaming <laughs> it and talk over I think it. we'd get in trouble for that.
4: Before we get into movies, let's get into the living movie. Okay. Our greatest actor mm-hmm. and humble pillow farmer. Jesse Ventura. Mike Lindell. Nick's favorite.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Go on, because... To go yep. state by state. And it's a long slide. We right. told people it's going to take however long it's going to take. But you can tell right. that people people are paying attention to this, understand the facts and they understand they're not going to be spun, just like about <laughs> Wuhan. What, but your God. air game, walk us through the critical path of the air game. Critical race theory?
2: Well, it started, you know, when I first got the evidence, and that, that was on January 9th. And as I got more and more and did my own due diligence and had teams of people gathering this, what we have is we have cyber, they're called cyber packets. Oh. These are forensic packets that you can change. They're 100% evidence of each flip that happened, each attack by China. And, and what I did then is I wanted to make sure... I went out and got sci- the, the best white hat hackers, okay. uh, different ones from different uh, parts of the government that are that are protect our country. They validated everything, so now we have our royal flush to bring to the Supreme Court. But what we're doing now, we have about, I believe it's five different cyber teams, different teams where we're doing audits right now. In uh, we're going to start with. Uh, um, different states that so some of the states that uh, that aren't part of the uh the, aren't the swing states so to speak and we're getting those attorney generals because it happened in every state steve and it helped these uh, this attack happened in every state we're getting these attorney generals on board and we want to have like oh anywhere from four to the the sky's the limit on board, and they will now, when they're on board, which we already have some, and we're gonna get a lot more, when they're on board, then the lawyers right now are writing up the case as we speak, and, and this will end up then, within five to six weeks, get to the Supreme Court, with them being the plaintiffs, we set it on their doorstep, and I'm telling you, everyone in this country knows this case is coming. Those, all it is, if they accept it, which they will, they will vote nine zero. Wow! Not eight to one, not seven to two. No. Nine zero because it's so obvious, and you can't you can't lie. You can't. It's hundred percent. This is it. Um, Rachel Maddow and and MSNBC and CNN are going. Wow! It wasn't a conspiracy theory. Got this him. is an attack on our country. It's going to pull this election down, and uh, and what they do then? That's uh, there has been precedents before. And that's in down tickets. When you find a crime has been committed, of course you give it to the person that actually won. So, What
4: do you guys think? A couple things that are outside of what you know we've been talking about for the last
0: couple months on this show. Is he predicting that's what Rachel Maddow going to say?
4: Nick's going to tell us that he's Rachel Maddow, and I'm not going to listen to him.
0: <laughs> All right, here's the thing.
4: If you listen to what he said, he's hired people that had gone to international sites and have gotten digital receipts for things that happened on election day. Yep. Some of the people who have worked with the government in context of the same kind of stuff, counterintelligence. That's number one. Okay. Number two, and this is kind of new and I like this angle. Now, Mike Lindell and, and the people that he's paying to go out and do and work some of these audits now are going into red states that Donald Trump won handsomely. Mm. And since some of these cyber attacks and machine inconsistencies, when you talk about Dominion and Smartmatic, there, we said it every week, um, is going to start working with these machines to see where some of the things that happened in the states where there was massive transfers, where there might have been lesser transfers i kind of like that yeah i mean you go to the ones where people are going to absolutely work with you instead of like running into all this bullshit like we are in arizona wisconsin michigan pennsylvania nevada new hampshire and
0: georgia yeah like places where they were just making it seem believable but, but there was still fraud you
4: think ron DeSantis is going to be pretty willing to work with mike lindell in florida or greg abbott's going to be pretty willing to work with him in, in texas I, pr- I think they are yeah, yeah so i mean any data that's collected all adds into the entire collective of the things that we're going to present eventually to whoever it needs to get presented to, whether it be Congress or the Supreme Court. Um, but I just think that's big. It's a whole new angle and something that, you know, I can at least appreciate as a fan of Stop the Steal that he's been working on. Garbaggio, what do you think?
5: Um, I mean, hey, man, I, I like I like what Mike Lindell doing. It's too bad. Uh... Kevin McCarthy and uh, Mitch McConnell can't have that passion and perseverance. And um,
4: they're pathetic.
5: I think. I mean, if you remember the testimony immediately after the election, we had IT experts talking about you know the servers in Germany. Yes. And I think when all is said and done, when we start knocking down the dominoes on the blue states that were stolen, uh, we're going to go through all the states, and I think that's going to turn out to be probably the truth. Yeah. Down yeah. the line, hundred percent.
4: Yeah, there's there's very little doubt of that now. Um, one of Nick's favorite feet sniffers weighed in this week. Ron Watkins, also known as the artist, as formerly Code Monkey Z,
3: finger gloves.
4: Through his telegram said, "You don't get banned for spreading disinformation. You get banned for inconveniently telling the truth." I mean, I think our co-host today and and yeah, I think guest uh, Garabaji I hear it. Okay, so you, you can feel that. <laughs> Is it a coincidence that the counties with the highest amount of adjudicated ballots Also happen to be the counties which now are fighting tooth and nail to stop the audits Pretty, yeah. pretty interesting and relevant mm-hmm. um, And then he said the world is watching Maricopa County Fraud validates everything Vitiates.
0: So. Perfect You're a piece of shit Well you didn't want to validate the fraud How can you even see that far I, I just know what the word is I just, It came off the top of my head I hate you yeah. I hate you with pit viper glasses
4: on. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody really needs to worry.
3: Do you think he sleeps with those gloves on?
4: But you know who doesn't <laughs> sleep with gloves on? Well, he probably <laughs> does because he has like the cracked end of the fingers like a lot of old men do. Got eczema? Listen, <laughs> as long as all this stuff you is going on...
7: Eczema? You got b- eczema?
4: For stop the steal in the background, at the helm of the freest, fairest, and strongest country in the land right now... Oh, they are going to say election. Is one of the clones. Sending the clones. He weighed in this week on nothing. If anybody can translate this for me, oh, I'd I got
0: you. i appreciate it. Yeah.
6: There's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning uh, this effort uh, for 2021 is, uh, I think we've learned a few lessons from last year as well. There's help. They're, you know, being there to help uh, clear roads, rebuild uh, main streets, uh, and so that the families can get back to their lives. That's uh, what FEMA does every single day.
4: It sure fucking isn't. Mm. Last time I checked, FEMA doesn't build roads and help families get back to work.
0: Yeah, they even clear roads? Like, Is that down? No? They, Leader of the free world right now. They Don't make- they just, like, lose warehouses full of water? Stop and they also make that's only in Puerto Rico plastic.
5: Comics. And if you look at the video, he's actually reading. So what the hell is he reading? Yes. How many? He definitely how, wasn't reading what was in front of him. How many? Well, it's, it's, it's like uh, when you
0: lose your you lose your place when you're reading something and you're just trying like like your like, ca- brain can't. can't comprehend. Like I got to find the spot where I left off, but I'm just gonna random say. It's like I know this content. Things. I can just fucking wing it, and everybody's just like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" <laughs> that's pretty much him every you time You know the thing. <sighs>
4: oh,
0: well, corn corn pop
11: is bad
4: dude
7: what?
4: <laughs> is that corn pop okay so before we move on we'll give it the rundown mm. okay um the audits have resumed in arizona full go as of yesterday they got 28 tables working that's mike lindell slash cyber ninjas slash like Jesse it Ventura. Uh, Judge Amaro in Georgia has ordered a full forensic audit based on a lot of discrepancies, including some of the ones where um, you're seeing uh, a lot of the ballot irregularities in the absentee context. So, you know, that's going to heat up. It sounds like this guy's kind of with it in regards to, you know, the audit stuff. Uh, We've been talking about him, Judge Amaro, for several months now on this show and it looks like he's actually going to try and help get to the bottom of it. I already had mentioned that Wisconsin released information uh, regarding the ballot dumps in the middle of the night and, you know, that's kind of the stuff that they're working on now. And then in regards to New Hampshire, um, they've had some major problems there. Uh, Scan counted only 28% of the test ballots for GOP candidates in their original election. Um, And when the absentee ballots are produced the ones that went out in new hampshire right it's like print fold envelope mail yeah there were a lot of ballots in new hampshire that were counted that had no folds
0: well maybe they ironed um, them before they counted them that's georgia too, yeah. Starch.
4: yeah the same thing in georgia too with the with the absentee ballots they're kind of trying starting to and to missing time.
5: envelopes and, and awesome. like
4: and like you had mentioned already, Garbaggio, they ran a sem- sample ballot of military uh, ones this week in Georgia that were recently
0: audited. 950 ballots. Not all of them got counted, let me guess.
4: No, 950 votes for Joe Biden.
0: Oh. I feel like yeah, uh, that's not a ratio that I believe, given my particular experience in the Set military. Zero percent. I'm going to go with like maybe...
3: It's probably,
4: 10, 15%. if it is, it's probably all the higher ups. Well, yeah, that's, so that's actually true. <laughs> that's actually true. So, so that's where we're kind of at right now at Stop the Steal. Um, we have some other stuff that's like, you know, kind of going on in the backgrounds, but we're waiting for it to manifest itself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, before we really start kind of deep diving into it and giving you, you know, our listenership, that information. The fact of the matter is this week in regards to Stop the Steal, there's a lot of audio. And, there, and there's a lot of stuff to go through. Number one, Trump did two interviews. So that's huge. We want to get that information out to you because you're not going to hear a lot of it on the mainstream media. I don't think really anybody covered it. None of the mainstream media. Co- you won't hear it from the locals. You won't hear it from you know, Fox News through CNN when he was on One America because they're talking to him about stuff that they're not allowed to talk about. about it. Any they're of trying stations. to hide
0: all the shit he's talking about. Right.
4: The only thing they're reporting on is that he's going on other stations, people that will allow him to go on and use their platform to prop pride lies and conspiracy theory i was talking with some friends today okay and you know my energy level going into the show every week goes down a lot because 48 hours going into the show you really have to go 100 percent, 3d black pill doomer mentality to wade your way through all this bullshit to find the stuff that you really need to get out to our audience yeah and, you know, getting back to the audio clips, you won't hear a lot of this stuff anywhere. Maybe on Instagram, maybe on Facebook, you know, Telegram if you're lucky. But we try to cut up as many as we can that are relevant so you guys can get the actual information in regards to the mm-hmm. physical stuff that's going on in the real world. It's so up, hard to A keep place up where with Nick, Telegram. Nick usually likes to operate. That's where he pays his mortgage and stuff and eats Buffalo Wild Wings. The
8: real
3: world, not the basement.
0: So instead of COVID Roundup this week, we have... Nick doesn't even have a basement. That's how not-basement he is. I wish I did. That'd I know. Kinda I kind of cool. wish I had one, too. We have
4: death of COVID.
0: Oh. Because the narrative is slowly, but surely dying.
4: Um, Dr. Fauci took to the cable news networks this week. Mr. Fauci.
0: Uncle Fauci. Anthony Fauci.
4: Um, and wanted to uh, kind of get into some... Tone Fauci. Um, News regarding, uh, you know, some of the stuff that Rand Paul blew up last week,
0: amongst a lot of things he blew up, yeah.
4: <laughs> but I, I just think that right now, what you have is uh, an extremely collapsing narrative, and you have someone who, uh, you know, is now obviously looking like the fall guy. Uh-huh. And you got to remember, Dr. Fa- Dr. Fauci Do- is Dr. Fauci, Anthony Fauci is close to 82 years old. Okay, he's the highest paid government employee. So he's at the end of his happy trails. Um, and, and he kind of jumped on with some of your friends from CNN this week, Nick's friends, what? Yeah, to talk about how uh, even though he's never said it, but Rand Paul has basically tied him to financing it, he is no longer convinced that the China virus... Came from a wet market and a bowl of bat soup that some retard ate in 2019. I think it was a bat kebab.
7: Mmm, delicious.
4: Disgusting. It's the beginning of World War Z.
12: Or what's the new Netflix one?
4: Stop it. Get ready for
3: Army of the
12: Dead. <laughs> Dr. Fauci said recently he's not convinced that the virus developed naturally. Let's listen to this there's
0: a lot of cloudiness around the origins of COVID-19 still. Okay. Um, so I wanted to ask, are you still confident that it developed naturally?
6: Uh, oh, I'm not convinced uh, about that. I think that we should continue to investigate what went on in China until we find out to the best of our ability exactly what happened. Certainly, the people who've investigated say it, it likely was the emergence from an animal reservoir that then- <laughs> Reservoir, individuals, res- what? But it could have been something else. And we need to find that out.
12: Yeah, He's talking about that initial theory that this came or seemed to be the indication that this came from a wet market in Wuhan. How do you, Natasha, file what Anthony Fauci said there in kind of the broad body of things that U.S. officials have said about this?
4: First of all, nobody gives a fuck because reservoir reservoirs. Uh, He just kind of played his hand right there and said that he, by him saying he's no longer convinced, that means that it's 100%. Yeah, now there.
3: now
0: it's just damage control because he can't, you know, 100% be like, absolutely wasn't.
3: What well, do you think about this? Because then he
0: looks dumber than he already looks.
3: Yeah? Let's play stupid for no. a second. And okay. Think play that, Fauci. Yeah, that this did come from some back alley market street vendor. You don't think that every year gnarly viruses like this would be just like manifesting themselves like once a month coming at people that go to Thailand. When I went to Thailand, we ate street food a lot. You don't think that these viruses would be coming out like once a month? Oh, it'd
0: be nonstop. Maybe you were patient zero. Yeah, maybe it was you.
3: I had delicious food that was cooked in vat oil that was probably not clean for like the last 12 years.
0: You'd fucking eat people if you were allowed
3: to. Correct. I have no... (laughs) uh wow. standards carabba
0: would you eat people yeah
4: would you ever would you ever try a person so here's Nick if it, here's if it Nick, was legal here's Nick's theory Nick said if someone was dying and their dying wish was like i Nick, I'm dying I want you to eat me I want you to cook up a part of me and eat me just to see what I taste like
3: would you could you do it I would call and say not
4: not just it. for
5: you know for shits and giggles but uh but you know like the movie alive with the soccer team from argentina
0: yeah okay, like if you were gonna die
5: stuck out there in the mountains in the snow and you have to eat each other maybe maybe then i'd consider it but i don't even want to think about it would you
0: start with the ass though
5: that's what Cody. i mean, mean i think you're i think you're best to go with the fattiest part i think yeah. that would probably taste the best
3: yeah Here's my, if I was in that oh, scenario, what, what, where
0: would you start? We gave him the in and would give, goes. I would give the
3: calf. The calf? Yeah.
0: I think that'd be like extra like Chewy. gamey. Yeah.
3: Well, we, if we're stuck in the Alps, we have a lot of time to kill. I'd be that person. I'd be like, hey, I think we need to eat Jimmy. He's, he's gone.
0: I think the fact of the matter
3: is. I'd is be that- like, all right, I got a plan. Let's do this. Nobody got a <laughs> backpack full of man rubs. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was praying for this. Here we go.
4: <laughs> Nobody understands as, well, we're all humans here. I'm, I'm
0: asserting. I a am human okay. still. Garbageo, human?
5: Uh yeah, I haven't got uh, the vaccine yet. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs>
0: perfect,
4: and Great. you're in the right segment for it. We did, no, get, but the we're fact we're about is, to get nuked now. Our nice. bodies would be
0: absolutely rejecting that. I, I, I am rejecting sh- what? Human? Maybe it's like really? Yeah, barfing
3: everywhere. Maybe it's a superfood. No, food. I think
0: it, it, Your body would just t- treat it as meat because it's, it's super basically food. meat.
3: It's probably a superfood. Like when the <laughs> chicken? No,
0: that's disgusting.
3: We don't know. The research isn't there.
4: You uh, want to know what? Regardless, uh,
0: I think Jeffrey Dahmer
3: You know what? I'm going to start a GoFundMe for someone that's just on their last leg.
4: You know who needs to be <laughs> GoFunded? That's like, a to Poor to Choice sleep. Awards. <laughs> <laughs> CNN, there's,
3: person that good. There's got to be all one person out there that's like, I just would love to give a gift that keeps on giving.
4: Stop it. All right. If what I What if
3: next time <laughs> I smoked meat and you guys were like, this is the best meat I've ever if had. I get in a See, motor- I don't
4: get it. This is the guy that calls Mike, Langelle, Mike
0: Lindell a junkie talking about eating humans every week. Alright, if I get in a motorcycle accident and I lose an arm or a leg, you can eat it. Perfect.
3: All right, Where's your motorcycle parked at? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to mess with the brakes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus. So immediately after <laughs> I got real dark,
4: Anthony Fauci testified to not being convinced that the China virus came from a bat anymore. Or oh, reservoirs. CNN followed up with their Immediately following that next segment, blaming Donald Trump for inflammatorily discrediting the theories of COVID-19 origins by stating that intelligence that he received at the early onset of the virus was that it originated from a lab. It was like that segment ended. This was the next one. And like the, the editing guy
3: is
0: just like, no, that's it. how but We're that's it was. It was live. i going to send it.
3: Yeah. But, but he just said, <laughs> but he just said reservoirs. I don't care. Yeah, nobody's watching this anyway. Just blame (laughs) Trump.
12: We didn't write a plan B. CNN political analyst uh, and Washington correspondent for the New York Times, Maggie Haber. Maggie, so nice to see you this morning. This matters. Understanding where coronavirus and how the pandemic began matters. A lot of the discussion about the lab leak, I think, was clouded early on because there was the suggestion by some that it was somehow a a Chinese weapon that, that caused this. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a lab accident. But we've come a long way from people dismissing this as a conspiracy theory to a lot of people taking this seriously, Maggie. We have, John. And look, I do think it's important to remember that part of the issue when this was first being reported on and discussed back a few months after the pandemic had begun was that then-President Trump and Mike Pompeo, uh, the uh, Secretary of State, both suggested they had seen evidence that this was formed in a lab, and they also suggested it was not released on purpose, but they refused to release the evidence showing what it was. And so because of that, that made this instantly political I think that it was you know example 1000 when the Trump administration learned that when you have burned your own credibility over and over again people are not immediately going to believe you especially in an election year however that does not mean it's not worth discussing there has been a sort of persistent albeit relatively quiet focus on whether that was the origin of the virus and it is compounded by the fact that uh, there aren't have not been clear answers from Chinese officials about it and that investigators trying to find out the origin have been stymied. So I do think we're in a different period of this, John. But I also think it's important to remember because I think it's getting reframed in a way that's just not true to what happened. I don't mean here. I mean in this, this broader debate by Trump supporters about what happened when this was originally raised. I think a lot of people want just answers at this point, and it is important. Right, that's right, that's right. Wow.
4: So there you have CNN basically accusing Donald Trump of eventually igniting Rand Paul to call Dr. Fauci on what he's done and eventually making him admit where the China virus came from.
0: Wow! Yeah, exactly. That that, uh, segment was a little disjointed given that Fauci just said the reservoir. There are people that wake up and listen to
4: that news station from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed. Well, they probably it. switched to but NPR wouldn't you, on the way to wouldn't
0: work. you see that and just be like, wait, that didn't make sense. You would. those as two a rational things, person. Rationally free thinking.
3: CNN's logical hub of irrational thinkers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, How it's, many people do you think got irritated with the uh, patriotism of that one clip?
7: <laughs> Stop it.
0: Not anybody that's listening to
3: this show. They probably started twitching and like, yeah, the American flag, like that's... Yeah, wait, thing. are we like, supposed to hate that? They snapped out of it. No, no. Yeah. We can't. Well, if if Dr. Fauci. Mr. Fauci. If Anthony
0: Fauci's feet. Tone Fauci. Feet? <laughs> We're talking about Ron Watkins again. <laughs> Are we back?
3: <laughs> Eczema? I can't.
0: Stop it.
7: Every
3: time.
4: Speaking of circling back, <laughs> Fox News actually held Jen Psaki's feet to the fire a little bit this week. Didn't <laughs> sniff them but definitely held him to the fire a little bit and want some accountability onto what the White House's stance on the recent relevation... What the what revelations? No revelations. Revelations. Man, you're hurting today.
3: <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I, told, I
4: told you my energy level is a little bit down. <laughs> I
3: was gonna correct you. And no, because you know I what? started to. Sorry to say, mine got jumbled, jumbled up. And jumbled I just stuck. Stuck. Well, here's the thing.
0: There was an extensive <laughs> stop the steel snake. No
3: matter how. No matter
0: week. how bad you, you it's never gonna be anything like the Joey Basements, though. So you're good. No,
3: because
4: you you have to like wade through all of this stuff when you're doing the research. I mean, Garbaggio could probably attest. Yeah. And if you're looking for real. Stop the Steal information that we're going to report on this show. Every single article starts off with baseless conspiracy theories. Yeah. Echo chambers for Donald Trump. Yep. Like it, it makes me legitimately feel bad, even though I know none of it's true. Like You read
0: the words, you see them with your eyes, they go in your brain. Oh, I was getting so frustrated seeing some of the nonsense that people are like, just like, why would you repost that? That's, that's literally designed to make us look stupid. Yeah.
5: But remember, just a couple months ago, that was the same thing with the Wuhan lab leak theory. They, came, yeah. they had the same position they Bingo. had. The same, you know, unjust confidence in their opinion. And uh, it's going to happen again in a few months. Sure They're is. going to have to admit this is real.
4: So let's hear with the, uh, love it, the uh, White House retard spokesperson had to say in regards to getting lit up a little bit. Pepper pots? Uh, wish pepper pots. I, I like that. I'm sticking with that one. <laughs> when uh, Deucey hit her up this week on uh, during one of the
13: press briefings virology were hospitalized with symptoms consistent with both COVID 19 and common seasonal illness in november of 2019 that's something that is apparently known to us intel officials so why isn't president biden pushing for more access more information to get to the bottom of exactly what happened
11: we are uh, and we have repeatedly called for the who to, to support an expert driven evaluation of the pandemic's origins Lies that is free from-, from interference or politicization now there were phase one results that came through. What? Uh, we were not uh, during that first phase of the investigation. There was not access to data. There was not information provided. Uh, and now we're hopeful that uh, WHO <laughs> can move into a more transparent, independent phase two investigation.
13: But with 589,920 dead Beach, Americans, I'm not dead. <laughs> at what point does President Biden say, we don't want to wait for the who we don't know what they're doing this needs to be an american led effort he he, air Did he just Biden say who one? is china well,
11: first of all we need mm-hmm. access to the underlying data and information in order to have that investigation and,
13: and why not but he talks all the time about how has been not done Xi for a long time so why can't he just call and
11: and we need and ask them I think you're misunderstanding how this process actually works. Are, are you? An international investigation led by the World Health Organization is something that we've actually been pressing for for several months in coordination with a range of partners around the world. We need that data. We need that information from the Chinese government. What we can't do, and what I would caution anyone doing, is leaping ahead of an actual international process. We don't have enough data and information to jump to a conclusion at this point in time.
13: But so, is there am are not any amount of. The casualties from COVID in this country that would make you want to not wait for an international effort mm. and just do it. Ouch. As well, I, well I,
4: and she continued to go on to contradict herself and know zero <coughs> percent of the content that
0: she need to ge- be giving back for those answers. Did she break out uh, Old Faithful again? Uh, I'm not. I'm having a hard time hearing you.
3: Yeah, the uh, sound. <clears> is throat> this throat> earpiece on? What do King,
0: I say? What do yeah. I say?
3: So it, do you? Th- how many shots? Can somebody give me Mackinney's
0: fucking folder? <laughs> yeah.
3: How many shots of vodka do you think she hits right before she gets on stage? I but think it's she, after. She knows she's just gonna get just after. Drug
0: she's
4: to fucking downs a bottle.
3: Why would you, look, 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 why look. you apply for that job? Why? Well,
4: uh, there's a there's a long creepy backstory to her relationship with uh, and her ties to. Uh, was she know, his the primary both, care the, for, both the CCP and the. Obama, Biden, White House. She's she yeah. Biden's primary care physician when he's in the
3: nursing home? Well, her, her family is really rich and gave a lot of money to the campaigns. Yeah. So she's so, in an internship right now?
0: Yeah. So she, they're, they're waiting for the WHO, which is... But she, she's like the one intern that nobody wants to hook yeah. up with. The, so. the, she's waiting for the WHO to lead an investigation into themselves. Right. Basically. For, for something that the person they did.
4: who's the number one, <laughs> and I'm air quoting now, expert in this country already said happened. And the only reason that happened was because Donald Trump is mean. So that's it. Yeah. The COVID narrative has been destroyed uh, through the testimony of Rand Paul, but only because that was fueled by the meanness of Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump originally said China virus and that it came from a lab. China. China. And and that all all the intel pointed that it came from a lab. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's the only reason that this narrative is now being
5: absolutely destroyed. Yeah, I remember in... uh, February of last year, okay. 2020, you had Dr. Francis Boyle came on to Infowars right. and said exactly what we are now finding out, no. that Anthony Fauci at Fort Detrick had basically, when gain of function was banned here, yes. Obama and Anthony Fauci sent a weaponized version of SARS through a few you know, middlemen to China, to Xi Wang, I think, the bat lady there in Wuhan. Right. And uh, they have the paper trail for that right after Francis Boyle broke that. Then Ben Swan, who had famously disappeared after his uh, Pizzagate uh, expose, if you remember, for imagine, like a year.
7: Imagine
4: he, that. Did
5: a, he did a little special on it, probably in March, where he actually went and found the complete financial tra- uh, trail of the transfer of the virus from the United States in 2014 to 2015 to Wuhan. So, I mean, we all, they knew what happened. Everybody knew what happened for more than a year. All those people on the news, all those people at the press conferences, they all know what happened. This is just a slow disclosure because the libtards aren't going to be able to handle it when the truth comes out, and they have to admit they fooled themselves.
0: Facts. It's like, So it's like uh, the Fast and Furious, except this time with biological weapons. Okay. Ooh. I don't hate that. No. Biological
4: weapons. Does Paul Walker die, or did he ever exist?
7: Mm-hmm.
3: That oh, was so sad. You would think on a side note that they would have ended Fast and the Furious on like that glory note and then they're like, but wait, there's more.
5: We're gonna make seven more.
3: Yeah. Screw Paul Walker's legacy We're trying to get paid.
5: Now you got John Cena out there apologizing to China. Right. I it saw was that. T- t- embarrassing what? That was for Fast and that was for Fast and Furious Nine. Yeah. A disgrace to him. I missed he that. He apparently mm-hmm. called I put it on my I put it on my uh Instagram.
0: Have it.
4: But he
5: apparently uh made the mistake of calling Taiwan its own country. So he went and apologized in Chinese, in Mandarin. Yep. He, had to, he had to apologize to China. It's embarrassing, man. It's like it's only a minute long. It's crazy.
4: Beta mail. Former wow. Secretary of State, possibly based on the electorate results, current Secretary of State Mike Pompeo weighed in and told John Cena. Did he go like this? Via a tweet that he, yes, did not see him when he makes <laughs> retarded comments like yeah. that. So, I kind of liked it. (laughs) A little based. Um, Nothing wrong with good old Mike Pompeo. Uh, The World Economic Forum weighed in this week. Trash. While we're talking about uh, the China virus. And uh, it indicated Monday that it supports employees being forced to choose between taking one of four controversial COVID vaccines or unemployment if they choose not to take the vaccine. Huh? Yeah. Whoa. So... Get your COVID-19 jab, or you could face consequences from your employer. Wait, a- right. And that's from, that's from a tweet from an official WEF Twitter account.
0: How long, um, how long do you get the unemployment for?
3: Forever. D- well, I don't know how
4: long it was for, but that tweet was accompanied by uh, some colorful graphics showcasing the purported poll that shows number of companies that would fire employees for not taking the vaccine. And this is probably on more of a global...
3: Let me guess, is Disney one of those?
4: An article on the WEF website. So, was it voluntary was or not? Link to the post made various claims that, based on polling data, such as quoting now, forty percent of companies surveyed in a new report require all enf- all employees to be vaccinated against China virus. Still quoting, employees will now be encouraged but not required to get the jab by thirty two percent of companies. And mental health concerns and burnouts have risen up the agenda since the onset of the pandemic.
5: I mean, how can you – it's not even FDA approved. It's it's emergency youth authorization, which is totally different. And you can only do that in a public health emergency, which doesn't even exist, especially for kids.
0: Yeah, is that public health so, emergency I mean, officially over? It's completely overdue? illegal. There's no way they can
5: enforce that. Well,
0: Yeah, the, the official
5: – They'll try. It won't stop them from trying.
0: No, no, yeah, they're definitely going to run with it for sure. 100%, or according to this poll, 88%. It's just going to take the first person to fucking file a lawsuit before that's like, okay, we can't do that. That that was a bad idea. The
4: official World Economic Forum Twitter account on Monday tweeted, survey, will companies be required to get the COVID-19 vaccination? And gave a link that links it to the WEF website and then showed a graph. Companies policies for employees regarding COVID-19 vaccination, 80% of employees will be required or be encouraged to get vaccinations for their employees. Um, 40% of businesses 100% support this, 32% of businesses encourage but not require employees to be vaccinated, and 16% require some employees. So when they say 88%, it's like when we had that poll a couple weeks ago that it was like the Democrats overwhelmingly, it's like 88% you know, think that the country's going in the right direction, but when they take that 88% it was from the 29% of the Democrats. Oh yeah. Which turned out to be like 19% overall who 100% thought the country was going in the right direction. It was one of like those mis- <laughs> misdirection tweets. Yeah, so you, out of you, these you really got to take a look at the
5: methodology and the fine print on those things. Most of the time you'll you, you realize why the results are the way they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: So I mean that's just some of the stuff. I, I think one of the more important things that happened um, while we're wrapping up you know, the stuff with COVID right now is what's what happened with Rand Paul. In the last 24 hours based Um, and on the outside of the envelope that was delivered to his personal residence yesterday, uh, there was a picture of a bruised and bandaged Paul with a gun to his head. Um, There was also a white powder enclosed in the envelope that was delivered with the caption on the front that says, I will finish what your neighbor started. Motherfucker (laughs) referencing the incident he had a couple (laughs) years ago where his him and his neighbor got into a fist fight and his neighbor nearly ran him over with a John Deere. So, and he was
5: shot at, remember, that, at the yeah, baseball
4: game. That escalated quickly. Shot, shot at the baseball game and, and nearly him and his wife beaten up, um, you know, on the night of Yeah, of the, of oh, the yeah. inauguration. think he's got
0: a CCW. Should. Yeah. He,
4: he's from Louisiana, right? Did you see what his wife responded? He probably, he probably, doesn't, he probably doesn't need Kentucky, one. Kentucky. Kentucky.
0: Yeah. You need, do you need one? I don't even know. No, I don't think so.
3: You see what his wife said? What'd she say? Basically, said, fuck those putos. Bring it. We have guns. Yeah.
0: I don't think she said fuck those putos. No? No. Not in Kentucky. <laughs>
3: <laughs> get her done. Yeah, exactly. No, hey. but she said something to the effect of like, bring it. We have firearms. Yeah. Well, I don't hate it. It's kind of. Rand like, Paul's like, hey, maybe not the day after them. I get a death threat. Yeah. Can you. <laughs> so, what was the powder?
4: Uh, it's been turned over to the authorities for analysis. Bath salts.
0: Baby powder. Was probably baby powder. Yeah. yeah.
4: I mean, you still get the same reaction regardless of it's, whether it's baby powder or anthrax or baby formula yeah. or anthrax. What if you know, everything's got to get shut down. Yeah. Gotta, you know, stay away,
3: quarantine. Anthrax. What if it was Coke and it was a gift?
4: Mm-hmm. I don't think the, uh, n- the caption on the front of the envelope kind of corresponds with the uh, gift of cocaine.
3: Yeah. It was yeah. A, a PSYOP. <laughs> this is a death threat.
4: This is a simulated death threat.
3: Please don't sniff this, wink, wink.
7: Hmm.
3: Yeah, I don't know about that one.
4: Did you guys see the uh, Project Veritas from the, earlier in the week? Yep. In regards to the uh, Facebook whistleblowers and all the nuked accounts that should probably be reinstated immediately following the uh, testimony of Dr. Fauci over the last two weeks, both on Capitol Hill with Rand Paul. and Yeah, how least.
0: does that work? Like, you know, if you were right and you got nuked. Garbaggio, you want to weigh in on that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what happens if you're right and you get nuked?
5: I mean, I'll tell you. I've been nuked for uh, one time. It was... Uh, Remember when we had the shooting in Colorado at the supermarket and everybody on the, you know, the the blue check marks on the left are are all accusing a white guy of doing it. turns out it was actually uh, a Muslim dude. We made quite a few jokes. I posted the the literal headline from New York Post just saying, you know, it wasn't a white dude, it was a Muslim dude. They flagged that and took me down. And uh, I've been flagged for literally posting without comment Tucker segments and stuff like that. So they'll just flag you for anything, especially if it's an inconvenient truth.
0: Yeah. Is there, is there a way to reinstate somebody's old account? Is that, is that a thing? Like, how long will it hold on to? Well, I think we've
4: talked about forever. it on this show.
0: No one's ever really
4: gone
5: forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they hold on to them. So I've gotten this account back three times now, I guess, just by uh, writing an effective appeal.
4: And now you're going to try to use the, uh, you're going to try to activate the new big Dick Ron law in regards to big tech. That
5: that will definitely be in my appeal. They don't, they don't unlock it for appeal for 24 hours and then you can go and it'll kind of tell you your account's gone, but then it'll say, learn more. And you click on the learn more and then you're going to file an official appeal there. I, I tried it with my original account, but, uh, I think my appeal is something to the nature of. Um, Fuck you. you know, Mark Zuckerberg's wife told me he has a micro penis really? and his uh, pubes are longer than his shaft, and I, maybe that was a mistake.
0: <laughs> well, you want to know what? I feel like I wrote a memo like that at work one time. W- when you want to talk
4: about <laughs> micro penises, one thing that's certainly not is big dick Ron
0: DeSantis. Yeah, factual. No, not. So,
4: and I and, I, and segue. Back to the original "Stop the Steel" segment when Trump was on America One, or One America. Um, he did make a comment when when Chanel brought up uh, Ron DeSantis. He kind of shut that down real quick, and he said, "There's a lot of big names out there and heavy hitters that said on the record that they won't run if I'm in the arena." Um, anyone that's hoping for a Trump DeSantis ticket, for as glorious as that may be, why would you want to waste? Two of the same cut in the same term. Ron DeSantis, and whether you want to hear it or not, needs to run for re-election in Florida and win and continue to institute legislation there that makes the state bestly in his name. And then when stuff with Trump is done, throw your hat in the ring. You're a young guy. I mean, he's not pushing Donald Trump years. He's not in his mid-70s. He's
5: like 50s. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. 2024 is his his time.
4: Yeah, I I certainly agree. Or he's got to stay I mean, in Florida. We need
5: Florida and Texas to be strong right now because if, if the Democrats get those, it's all over.
4: I don't I don't love Greg Abbott, but he better get his shit together a little bit hmm. more.
5: Yeah, I mean I'm hot and cold on him myself. So yeah, but and, hey, he he lifted the mandates, the mask mandates. So I you know yeah, at least he did something right over there.
4: And, and and he's strong on the border policies and calling out all these idiots for the stuff you know in regards to it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do want to get into that Facebook stuff. I'm going to play a little bit of audio now from James O'Keefe. It's always good to hear him on the show. Uh, I kind of take him for what he's a hard worker. He exposes a lot of stuff. Uh, digital warrior wise, he's definitely a friend. Yeah. Mind the D. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think, like, I wish I could sit down with him and be like, what's your end game? Like, I see that, like, exposing CNN, cool. Exposing Twitter, cool. Exposing Facebook, cool. But when the main story right now, and we've talked about it for the last couple of weeks is, right, Israel-Palestine, cool, audits, okay? People breaking into houses, stealing four-year-old children, ripping out their hearts in the middle of the street and cutting them in half. Super sad and unfortunate, right? Audits, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Biden can't get through two fucking sentences reading off a card at a FEMA Zoom meeting where there's like a hundred other people watching. Jesus fucking Christ, semicolon. Audits, okay, and just about everything else we've covered. All the shit with going on with Anthony Fauci, stuff that's going on with Rand Paul. Super sad, controversial, hot toppies.
5: Audits, yeah, Audits. and the UFOs, right. UFOs all over the place. That makes it real obvious.
4: So, but I hear UFOs, and like you know, we've talked about cinematic conditioning on the show before.
0: Boring,
4: right? And it's just like things that we see in TV and movies is probably already already real for an overwhelming majority of the stuff. I'm talking everything from Stargates to time travel to spaceships and all this other stuff, you so know. Politicians killing people. Got her. If we're talking about you, kill dog. Um, but but you know, right now we need to just focus on the audits. And you could tell the more that this wave of us laser focusing our listenership his followership on social media, a lot of other of the other guests we've had on, all kind of getting everybody directed in the same direction, it's bleeding into the mainstream narrative. Yeah. Like the stuff that we never thought we'd see before, stuff that Nick was seriously depressed about like a <laughs> month and a half ago on this show where he couldn't even fucking say anything. He's <clears> just <throat> like, oh, Jesus
7: fucking Christ, I can't believe this fucking shit's happening.
4: You know, now it's just like, I see him smiling again. There's like a little twinkle in his eye. I kind of said Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, say. there you go. <laughs> hey. Nature is healing, but we need to just focus on the audits. Can we do a um, live show from Buffalo Wild Wings? I wouldn't hate it.
12: Just they pr- they re- probably
4: might. Just show up. Did you see his Don't eyes just us? light up? His eyes just fucking
3: lit up. <laughs> So
4: you're gonna have, you're gonna have to talk like uh you're gonna have to flirt with the uh, blue haired waitress to let us go in there and say whatever we say on this show usually without her mm. getting mad.
3: Girl named Raven who doubles back at Starbucks every morning. Mm. God. All right, what were we just talking about? James O'Keefe. Oh, yeah. we're, we're gonna play
4: a little bit of his audio. I was just saying like leading into it and kind of encompassing everything we've already covered on the show. I want to know what his end game is because. Why hasn't Project Veritas infiltrated all of these you know election irregularities there's so many different states and there's so much stuff going on and everybody knew that this was coming Donald Trump's been calling it since like late 2018 yeah and and if his end game was really to bring the truth to light in everything I, I mean, it sucks for all of us. Who I mean, get a, is he like,
0: picking marketable battles, maybe? Right.
4: Fuck big tech censorship. No, I know, like, but... Because big tech censorship is going to be irrelevant if this comes back. Yeah. Because if, if these audits go in the direction that we know that they're going in right now, Article 230 is going to be a thing in the past. Mm. It really is. That will be one of his things. Because here's the thing. Right, before we get to James and Keith real quick, and everybody says, like, you know, what if he comes back, and nobody wants to work with him, it was so rough. Donald Trump's first presidency, his first term... There was an end game to it. There was a possible re-election. So, like, riots in the street, you can't necessarily deploy the fire hoses because that wouldn't look good come, you know, campaign season. Yeah. Okay? People are mean to him because he tweets mean and, like, they delete his tweets and stuff. Okay, if he just goes out and writes an executive order, like, taking away uh, Section 230 privileges, it's not going to look good. Yeah. Because what are they going to say? Oh, that's not a president. That's a king. You know, disregarding all the stuff that he's done—securing the borders, Middle East peace, the the sword dance in Saudi Arabia, walking into North Korea—all of that stuff goes away if he starts acting like a dictator, which he never literally did. Yeah, they just always accused him of. He comes back. He's got nothing after those four years. Yeah, he's just like, all right, fuck it. So we will see executive orders. We'll probably see fire hoses, and that wall is definitely going to get ten feet Higher. higher. So. But, you know, there's two different ways to look at it, and that's just one of the perspectives. But getting back to, you know, some of the stuff that was, reg- was exposed in regards to uh, the Facebook whistleblowers this week, I want to hear a little bit of James O'Keefe on Boomer Sweat's Sean Hannity mm. last night.
10: Now is the founder and CEO of Project Veritas, James O'Keefe. Okay, there's a lot of significance to this, and Facebook has responded. I'll let you tell the story.
14: Thanks, Sean. We've had two whistleblowers within Facebook on the, uh, come to us and leak us these documents uh, regarding vaccine hesitancy. What does that mean? Mm. Essentially, Facebook has beta tested this; these algorithms. 1.5% uh, of their almost 3 billion users have, are getting a tiered ranking system, something called vaccine hesitancy, tier one and tier two. Tier one is alarmist and critis- critical marks about That's COVID mean. and the vaccine, and tier two is something called indirect vaccine discouragement. And what's mean. remarkable about these private documents that Facebook has not wanted you to see until tonight is that tier two says that even if the facts are true, <gasps> that you will be targeted and demoted. Your comments will be targeted and demoted, Sean. Vaccine hesitancy score tiering system at Facebook. Um, these whistleblowers have given Project Veritas these documents and spoken to us in the shadows. It's a 20 minute long video online. The documents are on our website. I want to know my score. And, uh, Sean, after we published this report, we reached out to Facebook, they've actually given us a comment. I'm going to read it to you. It says, quote, Facebook has responded to Project Veritas for the first time, quote, we proactively announced this policy on our company blog and also updated our help center with this information so in response to us publishing this they're claiming to now make this public but we just checked and they haven't yet made most of these documents public sean
4: so that's from him yeah all right you know first of all i have to say him translating lizard into english delicious yeah okay very smooth um and and it's like I said, there is a lot of weight that goes into the battles that he or, he's fighting, and you know the people that he's got out there working for him. And we know the way Project Veritas talks. It's not like the pizza delivery boy goes in there with like you know a pepperoni cam and it's like opening up the box and it's like, hey, what are you guys doing? Censoring people over here? It's like they get people <laughs> off the street where they say, listen, you're going to apply for Facebook. This is going to take a long time. You're going to go through the entire program, and once you get in 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 there to where you're in these like corporate zoom meetings that's when we're going to do our well that's
0: work. just one angle the other angle is people that are actually legitimately outraged by the things that are going on they're yeah. like okay yeah i work here but now everything's kind of seeming a little bit fucked up and it's, people need to know about it
4: has anybody seen any of the videos yeah I, I know i can't attest for one of the people out of the two whistleblowers but one of them was a large african-american man he had enormous dreadlocks And it would not be hard to tell him, you know, pick him out of a lineup if you were in the break room grabbing donuts. So I give people like that a lot of credit for going out and putting their career and probably stuff that doesn't necessarily line up with their family's traditional values or maybe voter lines or maybe, you know, the way they they want things censored and not uh, to kind of take that risk for all of us who are out there on, you know, both social media and, you know, in the podcasting universe to try and push a narrative that's not... You know, our narrative isn't fake. We don't make this shit up. We back this stuff up with, you know, re- articles that we cite, audio that we play. It's not like we're the most, uh, um, you know, like uh, talented uh, voice impersonators of the world. Where, dare you? Well, I mean, we're kind of good, but <laughs> at the same time, it's, it's not like we're up here playing audio of ourselves as Donald Trump, as Rand Paul, as Tony Fauci. I mean, any of us could do Barack Obama. And even more, it could do Joe Biden. Yeah. Because you could just read a whole bunch of vowels and say, like, throw a corn pop and a bad dude in there, and there you got it.
0: Yeah. Come on, man.
4: But, you know, I I
0: just think that's one of those things where. uh, Well, it just speaks to the fact that no matter what your politics are, there's going to be a line you have to draw on what you believe and what you think is acceptable. Who wants to go to work and feel bad
4: every day because of what you have to
0: do? Yeah. When it's something like maybe your
4: career is something you believe in. Like, the expansion of social media is something that, like, that person necessarily enjoys, but when he goes in there and he's worrying about the overall product of social media and what, you know, the, the um, you know, overall barriers and, and, and the ones that they break at Facebook could be. But if there's somebody over his shoulder being like, hey, cool web design, but that guy saying, like, you shouldn't get the jab, cancel his ass. Yeah, It's like, well, I don't really care what other people say like maybe i've been vaccinated maybe i haven't i personally haven't but i'm talking about the guy who works at facebook and they're like no fuck it cancel them cancel all of them and it's just like one of those things where you have to you know really give credit to the people who have the balls to come forward
3: and blow that whistle yeah Yeah. especially with companies like google and twitter Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. facebook that have so much in a sense like reach to just really ruin your life i mean we it's not like it's I mean, those guys have legitimate power when it comes to, I mean, messing up everything. Well, we've, ca-
4: we've, we've pointed out on a couple of shows, Tom Papert, editor-in-chief of the National File, and co-host on InfoWars has also pointed out the fact that people like Alan Duke is now running Facebook fact-checkers, and, you know, his whole stance has just been like, the absolute most leftist narrative you can imagine—it's like pure communist. If you're not like with the communist movement, he's canceling you online. Yeah. And then you have the former director of the CDC, who's now working for Facebook, canceling people who do nothing but post stuff about questions they have in regards to the China virus. Well, it's
0: just—it's an example of the media just being an, another fucking arm of the government. That's just what it is.
4: And I mean, after this COVID narrative is just absolutely disintegrated over the last couple of weeks, how? God awful, er, do they look now?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we
4: used to call them idiots because they just are. And now it's like, I, I don't know. I can imagine what their boardroom means. To be like, well, well, now what the fuck do we do? We got audits in five different states. We got, all of this sh- we got every single one of our commentators going on their shows every night and crying about it. They didn't
0: care about the UFOs. Right,
4: and now COVID's gone. Release like,
3: the gas shortage.
4: Yeah, the active shooters aren't working.
3: Like, what the fuck do you want us to do? The chicken wing shortage is going to be the
0: mm, that might straw that breaks a yeah.
4: camel's
3: back. <laughs> now there's going to be revolts.
4: Only in your house. So Damn guys, <laughs> the, the only thing I have left is there was some news this week in regards to Stop the Steal, like, A, the January 6th erection
0: insurrection. That happened at the
4: Capitol. Did you say erection? Erection. Well, that's what Chuck Schumer said, right? He said, you know, this erection needs to be investigated. I'd actually uh, do a pretty decent Schumer. He
5: incited the erection.
4: Yeah, exactly. I
0: wish somebody somebody would incite my erection. Stop it. (laughs) Uh,
4: Not anybody in this room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough.
4: Jalen X, known Black Lives Matter and Antifa organizer and instigator. And seen
0: wearing a camouflage Trump hat. Had $90,000 seized from him this week by the FBI. And they're saying that he's... uh, That money is unfairly seized because now he can't pay his rent and bills. Boring. How about... (laughs) Unless your fucking rent is 90 grand, I'm not really crying for you. There
4: was also leaked video with really bad audio, and it was kind of grainy, so I don't want to play it because I seen. I know most of the people who listen to this show have seen it, where there was a point at the doors of the Capitol, the air quoting insurrectionists people who wanted to go in and have their voices heard same way between the velvet ropes (laughs) right and pick up the trash afterwards the same way well not the same way as the people who went in and absolutely fucking trashed the place during the kavanaugh hearings did yeah right that was the direct opposite of that on january 6th okay where they were talking with the capitol police and the uniformed actual capitol police said listen this is what's going to happen you're not going to fight any cops and there's not going to be any property damage, and we won't have any problems. And then they helped them and ushered them and showed them the way in. There is audio and video of that out now.
0: That doesn't Sh- feel very insurrection-y. Magnetized doors, that,
4: which probably- were sealed at the point before anyone breached the Capitol, at some point from the inside, were opened. That report has been leaked from the U.S. Capitol Police in one of their system checks that they do in regards to like breaches at the Capitol and stuff like that. It's
0: like a checklist that they have to do. Those documents have been released. And those magnetized doors are legit. Like, you ain't getting through one of those. Not only that, John... Unless you have a bigger magnet, maybe. John Brennan,
4: war criminal, former CIA director, and Trump hater Mm. this week denounced and raised severe concerns about Antifa. What? Exactly. Exactly. If I had pearls, I'd be clutching them.
0: Antifa. I thought Antifa was
4: fake. Well apparently it's an they're, idea. they're they're not. And 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 he had some major concerns in regards to, to what you know, all the stuff that they got going on. And Looks uh, like
5: they lost control of their monster there. Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, it's
0: weird when they're on your team, but then right. you win I mean, and then Joe they stop. It's just on an your idea. Team.
5: Uh Jerry Nadler. Yeah. Antifa doesn't exist. And this is coming. And now from- you got Brennan condemning them.
0: Well, yeah, because their their team quote unquote one and now
5: Antifa's still doing their thing oops right well they were taking orders and getting paid and now they're you know doing their own thing yeah Yeah,
4: he he said he was concerned this week about the rhetoric coming from some left-wing members of congress and warned about antifa's vigilantism Uh, it's it's written right there it's a word the squad right um and you know He acknowledged that people who fall under a broad rubric of Antifa, while saying politicians should choose their words more carefully, lest they be used by political foes to widen apart and divide within the United States. Sounds like he's tired of cities burning too. And maybe. I know I am. Maybe be preemptively trying to get ahead of what's going to come this summer when the. If we go in the
5: way back machine, uh, William Barr actually, remember. He actually said he had communications between Antifa leaders and Democrat leadership. Yes. And we never heard anything about that.
4: So this all comes on the heel of the House passing funds, appropriated funds for a 9-11 style commission in regards to January 6th. However, Republicans in the congressional side of the House said that shit ain't passing. We're not wasting taxpayer money on that shit. Hmm. So... I mean that's kind of where we're at and that's kind of like, you know, everything that's going on right now in regards to um revisiting January sixth and the uh peaceful protest that went on before you so know peaceful. Yeah. The the Capitol Police opened the doors and, and this, that and the other thing. There was also something I read last night, and I don't have quotes on it, but Tucker touched on it. Um I got audio I'll play it briefly, and, and it's pretty funny when you when you start to hear the uh, actual context of it.
10: Good evening, and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Here's a story for you: a mysterious letter appeared on Capitol Hill this week. It was addressed to every member of the U.S. Congress. The letter arrived on the official letterhead of the United States Capitol Police, Ooh. but it wasn't from the chief or from any individual officer. Instead, the letter was signed proud members of the United States Capitol Police. So it was anonymous. And that was the first tip. This was not your average security bulletin. It definitely was not. It was instead a political demand. The letter instructed members of Congress to vote yes to establish a quote, January 6th insurrection commission. Police officers anonymously demanding the people they protect vote a certain way on a specific piece of legislation. Haven't seen that before. Most people have long assumed the Capitol Hill Police Department was a law enforcement agency. Members of Congress certainly believe that. They trust their lives to the Capitol Hill Police. And that's why Capitol Hill Police don't lobby Congress. That would be a dangerous conflict of interest backed by an implied threat. Do what we say or watch your back. In this case, that's exactly what they were saying to Republicans, quote, We, members of the United States Capitol Hill Police, write this letter to express our profound disappointment with the recent comments from both chambers' minority leaders, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, expressing no need for a January 6th commission. We are expected to remain neutral and do our jobs with honor and integrity, the letter continued. It is unfortunate that our bosses, Congress, are not held to the same standard that we, the USCP, are. Well, that's a ransom note. Imagine getting it from one of your own bodyguards. It might be enough to make you rethink your position, which is, of course, the point of it. The Capitol Hill police are now effectively an armed political action committee. So you've got to ask, what other partisan demands will they make in the future? Do Capitol Hill police have strong views on voter ID laws? How about taxpayer-funded abortion? Or Mm. our next trade deal with China? If so, they've got the muscle to make their voices heard. You can see why this is setting a very bad precedent, but it didn't bother Democrats. It helped them in the short term, so they immediately put that letter to use. Congressman Jimmy Raskin of Maryland passed the letter around. His chief of staff sent it to every other chief of staff on Capitol Hill along with this note. Mr. Laugh. Raskin is hoping your bosses will read this letter before the vote. Well, today CNN announced it has discovered who wrote this letter. Get ready. Who was it? They're not going to tell you. Because CNN agrees with the contents of the letter, they've decided to keep that information from the public. Sorry, you can't know. It's not like the Capitol Hill police or Catholic school kids from Covington, Kentucky. No, Mm. they're allies of CNN, and CNN has an obligation to protect them. And, of course, in this case, the stakes are too high not to. As Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer reminded us yesterday, what happened on January 6th at the Capitol is comparable to the American Civil War. Uh, no, and
4: I'll leave it at that. Jeez. Because here's the thing, they were able to get the information out. There is nearly a three thousand officer force in the U.S. Capitol Police force. Okay,
0: yeah.
4: forty people sponsored that letter, and they passed it around Congress like it was all three thousand of those officers united.
0: Forty people confirmed. Yes,
4: the the someone from CNN leaked the details of where that letter. Originated from. I'm telling you, on all levels, the dam is cracking.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
4: So, I mean, they they were able to last for four years by just pushing bullshit narratives, but so many people have had it. I'm going to go back to that one analogy Becky, the trophy wife, Javier, the gardener, (laughs) the pool boy. The pool boy, right? (laughs) But now. James, her husband, oh. uh, sitting in front of the fucking sliding glass door on his
0: Zoom- typewriter, right,
4: working from home. They're tired of it. Yeah. They don't want it anymore. They're exhausted. So I, I just feel like right now, and I was looking for an in, we are at the precipice of the dam and the narrative
5: over
0: breaking. Yeah.
5: All right. well thanks for having me on guys This is my first podcast And uh, I got through it without any Joe Biden moments So I'm happy about that Hold on one one second
4: Well I mean for all the stuff we covered today And how depressing to Nick Some of our previous shows have been Hmm. Not by any means of our guests Or Mike Lindell audios
0: that we've played Got some good guests
4: Right, but just to the overall narrative I mean, you know I think today we're kind of feeling a little bit lifted. I I came in a little bit down, and now I'm feeling a little better. So, But before we get into it, I want to thank our guest, Garbaggio, for coming down, your first podcast ever, in my opinion, Pass With Flying Colors. Yeah. And in my second opinion, could probably co-host with us on any day of the week. Yeah, let's do this more often
5: yeah we'd love to have you yeah back. i'd be happy to come back man i'm glad glad to get through it without any joe biden moments and uh now that my main account at garbagio's revenge on instagram is currently down look for it to come back i'm going to try to appeal again we'll see what happens it'll be back um yeah maybe a little... garbagio.news on instagram at garbagio.news on twitter which is really shadow banned but hey uh, that's where i collect all my information so follow there and my webpage, Carbaggio.news, where I'm posting mostly, you know, risky content that I definitely can't get away with on social media. So check those out to find me. Definitely and, one of the and it, Definitely the webpage. If they get me off all social media, you can still find me there.
4: Nice. Probably one of the only people out there working harder than us in getting that narrative out to all of you guys just to keep you guys informed. Um, and we have a lot of respect for you as a content provider.
5: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, the Steak Appreciate for Breakfast it.
4: podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Podbean, and Google Podcast. Subscribe to the show, rate it, give a review, maybe a star. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Give him five or Nick's going to come find you. He's wiping his face right now like he can't believe I said that. <laughs> um, our website is steakforbreakfast.com. You can follow us on Instagram at steakforbreakfastpodcast and steakforpodcastbreakfast. Hit it. Uh, we're on Twitter at DOS23TRES and on Gab at Steak for Breakfast Podcast. Download the shows, listen, like, follow, and share. Um, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Odyssey. Follow them at Odyssey.com and on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Stay Ready Gear and Stay dot on Instagram, ManRubs, ManRubs.com. Don't mistreat your meat. Mm. Or nickel eat it. Uh, they're also on Instagram West Coast Survival Arms give Mike a call 619-870-6992 and he's also at westcoastsurvivalarms.com uh, Mediocre Medic at mediocremedic.com they're on Instagram as well and dumpbox.us who are also on Facebook and Instagram uh, upcoming shows we've got some goodies uh, next week we're going to have a new friend show Ashley Joy of the Into the River podcast which I've been listening to lately and am extremely impressed with for someone who's newly dabbling in the field Mm. and Alice of the Unpopular Blonde will both be joining us for some co-hosting duties and commentary so that sounds fun the week after that June 8th we're gonna have Booty from Bootleg Media and on the 15th of June Anthony Butler of Wear the Purples podcast I'm looking forward to that one I know the guys are too and then Sheep No More is going to join us on uh, June 22nd. Nice. So, we got some action packed lineups coming up, a lot of quality content, and maybe even some debate with Anthony Butler. I'm looking forward to that right. one. So, me and him have talked probably now for over a year. And it's just, I think it's time to make it happen. Someone who's not necessarily on the same page with us politically to come on the show and, and have some good quality content and debate. So, you know, someone who supports a lot of conservative values in law enforcement, but also. You know, also support some things on the other side of the aisle that we don't necessarily agree with. It's gonna see what that point of view is like, and and you know we're gonna see how he reacts to Mike Lindell. I like it. Yeah. Um, Friends of the week, we got Cleo three, Axie Quinn five point Wits up seventeen, Reverse Mockingbird, Rise of the Phoenix, What I Mean to Say, mostly peaceful memes real brenda beams 3.0 the official patriotic babe baby cakes 2 not gonna get me this week no you want to (laughs) giggle show creds lala from the lala beams podcast one of our great friends james from we the people radio jasmine austin russian Russian disinformation don't want to do him dirty like that (laughs) Priscilla, the artist formerly known as Law of One, currently Destroy Fear 22. Congratulations on your on your uh, Gateway Pundit repost today. Uh, collaboration with the Reverse Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom Pappert, the editor-in-chief of the National File. I got nothing else. That's this has been an absolute treat. Again, Garbaggio, formerly of Garbaggio's Revenge, currently of Garbaggio.news. Thank you for coming down to San Diego and joining us on the Steak for Breakfast podcast. Um and Thank you on, for me. yeah, anytime. And, and I look to continue working with you uh online in the future. Yeah, um, let me know. Perfect. So we'll be back next week. Like I said, new friends episode. We got Alice, Unpopular Blonde, Ashley Joy into the river, and a whole lot of commentary. Uh, but until then, hold the line, ride it. Where we go when we go all. What else you got? Anything? By the dip. By the dip, yeah. Buy the dupe <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna leave it at that. On behalf of myself, Roan, Noah, Nick, and Garbaggio, this has been the Steak for Records podcast, and we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Take care.
7: Take care.